Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. So, do you know what the Nutcracker is, Conchetta? Yes. What is it? I went to the show of the Nutcracker once, and on on it there was no talking, just dancing. And what did they dance about? Do you remember? I remember, I don't know if this was in a book, um, she, um, she followed, I think she went in a maze, and she went through the bushes, and... <laughs> you want me to help you? I think that's another story. So, the Nutcracker, you're right, it's a dance, and there is no talking, which is called mm-hmm. a ballet. They are ballet dancing. Um, and it tells a story through dance without any words. And, go ahead. Um, I don't, oh, not, I don't remember about the Nutcracker. So, I'm going to read the book in a minute. We're going to read the Nutcracker story. Okay. But before, before we read the Nutcracker, I want to give you guys a quick little history about the Nutcracker. So, if anyone asks you, you know all about it, Okay. So the Nutcracker Ballet is over 100 years old and it was first performed or first presented to the world in St. Petersburg, Russia on December 17, 1892. So that's more than 100 years ago, but right around the same time of year, right before Christmas, okay? And the composer, the famous composer who made, a composer is a person who makes all the music for a ballet or music in general, is Peter or was Peter Tchaikovsky, very famous back then and today, okay? And the choreographer, a choreographer is a person who creates all the dance moves for the ballet. His name was Marius Petipa, and the two of them together created the Nutcracker, okay? Now, even though the Nutcracker is famous all over the world and beloved by everyone, when it was first presented, when they first performed the Nutcracker, nobody really liked it. The people in the audience didn't really like it. Critics gave it bad reviews in the newspapers and things. And the only person that at first loved it was the Tsar of Russia, Alexander III. So a Tsar is similar to, in the U.S., we have the President of the United States. In Russia, they call it the Tsar. And at this time, and he loved it, Alexander III. And because he was delighted with it, every year around Christmas time, the ballet would come back out again and people warmed up to it. And then eventually everybody fell in love with the Nutcracker. So there you go. There's a little bit of history you guys can tell your friends. 
and family at Christmas time. So me and Conchetta, I try to take her and her father to a local ballet wherever we are to see the Nutcracker. She's been going since she was three, although she doesn't have memory of it from when she was three. And I know a lot of parents are worried that their child won't sit through the show, but I never had a problem. Conchetta always fell in love. And actually last year when we were in Colorado, we saw a fantastic uh, version of the Nutcracker. And afterwards, they brought all the children up on stage and let them dance. And so that was fantastic. So if you can get to see a local performance of the Nutcracker around this time of year, I highly recommend it. I know it's not always the cheapest option, but I think it would be a great gift to give your children the gift of an experience like that rather than the gift of a toy. So if you could add that to your Christmas list, that'd be great. But if you can't make it to see a, the, the Nutcracker in person, they always are uh, showing it on television around Christmas time. You just have to watch your local listings, especially on uh, PBS, which is free, channel PBS, public broadcasting. And uh, you just look for it and you can find a rendition of it on the television too. So anyway, there you go, guys. That is the history of the Nutcracker. And after these words, we will get into the book. The Nutcracker, illustrated by Valeria Del Campo, based on the New York City Ballet production of George Balanchine's The Nutcracker. It was Christmas Eve at the Stahlbaum's house, and like children everywhere, Marie and Fritz were so excited that they could feel their toes tingle. Their parents were decorating the Christmas tree before the big holiday party, and Marie and Fritz were not allowed into the great room until it was done. They jostled each other to sneak a peek at the glittering tree through the keyhole. At last, the guests arrived, and the doors were thrown open. Let the party begin, everyone cried as they joyfully filled the festive room. The children danced and played, and everyone was merry, until... The lights flickered, and the room grew dark. A mysterious man with a young boy entered from the shadows. The man was dressed all in black, with a huge fluttering cape. The children scurried to hide behind their parents, just as he paused and flung back his cape over his shoulder. Oh, there was nothing to fear. It was just Herr Drosselmeyer, Marie's beloved godfather. Marie flew into his arms for a hug and shyly met his young nephew. Herr Drosselmeyer was a toy inventor, and a visit from him was always full of surprises. The curious children, their eyes full of wonder, gathered around three huge boxes he had brought with him. Suddenly, the boxes sprang open and out leaped one life-size doll, then another, and then another, the dolls danced for the delighted crowd. As the celebration continued, Herr Drosselmeyer beckoned to Marie. He had a special gift for her, a nutcracker. The nutcracker was dressed as a handsome soldier with a white beard. Herr Drosselmeyer showed Marie how the nutcracker could open and snap his mouth to crack nuts for everyone. Crack, crack. Marie was enjoying cracking nuts and passing them out to the children when suddenly jealous Fritz swooped in and snatched the nutcracker from her. 
He swung it around the room and smashed it down on the floor with a loud bang. Marie burst into tears. Her beloved Nutcracker was broken. But Herr Drosselmeyer knew just how to fix the Nutcracker. He tied a scarf around the Nutcracker's head like a bandage and handed him back to Marie. She cradled him in her arms. Then, Herr Drosselmeyer's nephew gave Marie a tiny bed that was the perfect size for a nutcracker, and Marie nestled him in to rest. The party was coming to a close, and everyone joined in for one last grand dance. When the music ended, the guests bundled up and made their way out into the frosty night. Marie waved goodbye to her dear godfather and his handsome nephew. It had been a long evening, and it was time for bed. During the night, Marie awoke, remembering that the Nutcracker was alone downstairs in his little bed. She ran down to scoop him up. With the Nutcracker safely in her arms, she curled up on the sofa and drifted back to sleep in the soft glow of the Christmas tree. She hadn't been asleep for long when Herr Drosselmeyer slipped back into the house to properly fix the Nutcracker. He gently slid him out of Marie's arms, repairing him under the light of the moon, and disappeared into the darkness. But then, strange things began to happen. At the stroke of midnight, Marie was pulled from her sleep by the clock's chimes. She rubbed her eyes in surprise. Great big mice appeared from the shadows and began to scurry across the room. With a rumble and a shake, the tree began to grow before her eyes. The lights were flashing brightly as it rose higher and higher. Marie had never seen anything so big. Then Fritz's toy soldiers sprang to life. They marched into a battle with the mice. The mice were led by the fierce and terrible Mouse King who wore a shiny crown on his head. Then the Nutcracker himself came to life, growing until he was the size of Marie. His bed, now huge, spun around and around. The Nutcracker leaped out of bed and led the battle against the mice. The Mouse King towered over the Nutcracker, taunting him, when a quick-thinking Marie threw her slipper and it landed on the King's head. He turned to look away, and the Nutcracker toppled over him. The Nutcrackers triumphantly claimed the Mouse King's crown in victory. In that very moment, the ancient spell that had been cast on the Nutcracker was broken. He transformed into a handsome prince who looked very much like Herr Drosselmeyer's nephew. The prince gallantly placed the crown on top of Marie's head and led her by hand into the starry night, beyond her house and deep into the forest toward the Christmas star. Snow began to fall and the glistening flakes began to dance. The prince took Marie on a fantastic journey. They boarded a cozy walnut boat and sailed into the night, soon landing in an enchanted kingdom called the Land of Sweets. The Land of Sweets was a magical place filled with candy drippings and icing and magnificent, delicious colors as far as the eye could see. 
News of their arrival traveled fast, and Marie and the prince were greeted by the sugar plum fairy, who reigned over the land. She welcomed them with a curtsy, and with the wave of her sparkly wand, a host of delights from her kingdom appeared before them. The prince told the story of their great battle with the Mouse King. Oh, you are both very brave, said the sugar plum fairy. Then she invited them to settle to celebrate by settling in two magnificent candy thrones. The sugar plum fairy summoned everyone in the land of sweets to dance for the prince and Marie in honor of their victory. First, they were delighted by a dance of Spanish hot chocolate, heralded by the call of trumpets and snapping fingers. Next came the mysterious Arabian coffee dance that ended with the tinkling of tiny cymbals, giving way to the explosive leaps and turns of Chinese tea. Then jumping candy canes emerged, leaping high into the air and dancing through hoops. What would come after candy canes? Marzipan shepherdesses stepping out, tiptoeing delicately while they play their flutes. The biggest surprise of all was the gigantic Mother Ginger who swaggered before them. All of a sudden, eight tiny clowns called Polly Chanel's sprang out from beneath her shirt and danced to the rhythm of her tambourine. As Mother Ginger scooted her children off, a garden of flowers appeared. Amid the blooms was the shimmering dewdrop fairy. With each step, she brought every single petal to life in blossoming swirls of pink. Finally, the regal sugar plum fairy returned with her noble cavalier. They floated gracefully about, and then she spun faster and faster before leaping into his arms. It was all so deliciously marvelous. With another wave of her wand, the sugar plum fairy summoned her whole kingdom for a joyous farewell celebration. As much as they wanted to stay, it was time for Marie and Prince to leave the land of sweets and return home to their families. As the lovely soft snow continued to fall, they climbed into a beautiful sleigh pulled by magical reindeer. Marie and the prince turned to wave goodbye to their new friends as they rose higher and higher into the sky, away from their sweet celebration and into the starry night. The end. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this rendition of the Nutcracker, and I hope you try to see the ballet if you haven't already. It really is truly special, and it's a great tradition to have around this time of year. We wish you all a good night or a good day, and we will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. 
And if you're new here, welcome. We release a new episode each week, so be sure to stay tuned. If you'd like to hear more from us, please go on our website, sleepyheadstoriespodcast.com. We have photos on there, merchandise. There are links to our Instagram and Facebook pages. You can even send us a message. And speaking of messages, they're our favorite thing about doing this podcast is to hear from you guys. You can even find a link in the show notes and you can send us a voice message that we can publish on a future episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Guys, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We love doing Sleepyhead Stories and we love sharing books with all of you. Have a great day or a great night and we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.